welcome back to our golden 20s my name is tegan and i'm joined with my co-host sadie hello and we are recording together with all the windows open all the kitties running around the breeze in our hair heck yeah so if you hear some ambience that's what that is but it's like the first warm weather we've had in a while and hopefully the start of spring and we're excited yeah, I'd say we're thriving. I mean, I don't <laughs> sure. know if I want to jinx it, but this is literally my best life if I've ever, <laughs> if I've ever lived it. So, and it's just nice to record in person, mm-hmm. like together, because we don't do this often. Mm-hmm. We went through a spell, maybe last summer, actually. Yeah, where we were recording a lot in person, but it's been a while. So mm-hmm. it's weird, though. I don't yeah. know why. Like, I just get so used to recording virtually that when we're doing it in person i'm like wait i'm nervous i know (laughs) it is weird and it's i find that our episodes are a lot more structured Mm. when they're virtual because you can't have like a lot of banter because the timing's off right and so i find that when we record in person our episodes are a little sillier and they go a lot longer so buckle up guys get get ready (laughs) that's a little yeah insight to how today's episode's gonna go (laughs) exactly so silly (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think like you've seen the title i'm sure and so we're going to be talking about dating but before we dive into that we're going to do some connection cards and so if this is like your first episode you're listening basically sadie got a set of cards for christmas and the idea is you read a card and both answer and it helps the people in the group connect more so we've been doing this since christmas yeah exactly (laughs) and we always share it on instagram so we can hear from you my favorite was one of the previous cards we got was when's the last time you cried Mm. and someone said watching the last of us which was very relatable and i shared it to like our instagram story and all of these people were like yep me too (laughs) like it was very interesting so the question is what is something you think everyone should experience in life so i have an answer to this but it's because when i i've done these connection cards when I first got them and this was one of them mm-hmm. that came up so I know my answer and my answer is to travel nice and I would say that because I feel like well actually just a few weeks ago we had maybe last week I don't know I'm yeah. losing track of all of our episodes <laughs> but we were talking all about travel and I feel like yeah. I maybe mentioned it in that episode but why I love to travel so much is it just really gives you good perspective it's very educational I think like I think it's good to see and experience different cultures different ways of living yeah different everything different food different languages like it just really makes you a more well-rounded person I Mm -hmm. think yeah so I think travel I love that I was trying to think something along the lines of like love (laughs) but Mm -hmm. then it's like I don't know some like you can't really control that I don't know so then yeah the second thought that I had was travel as well because this is something that like most people can do even if it's like traveling locally Locally, yeah yeah because I think I can't think of any experience I've had traveling that hasn't made my life better and that's even like the bad travel experiences like you learn Mm -hmm from that so yeah yeah I think we're aligned with travel Travel. generally screw love who needs love (laughs) just hop on a plane no I'm kidding I'm kidding it's like love but then yeah I feel like love even travel actually I think these are things that you need to experience in order to be like wow like Mm -hmm. this is the hype like this is why love is so sought after you know like I didn't know I could feel like this. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know I needed this in my life Mm -hmm. until you have it. And I feel like it is kind of hard to explain. And like you said, it's not like something you can orchestrate or like. Exactly. Where travel you can. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. But yeah. Interesting. Love it. Yeah. So like Tegan said, follow us on Instagram and submit your answer because we want to know, especially Mm -hmm. if it's something that's going to like travel. Make us better people, make our lives, enrich our lives in some way. We want to know what your answer is. Awesome. Well, speaking of love, 
We are talking all about dating and the sort of like formula behind having a great date or creating a great relationship. And especially with summer coming up, like I feel like this is prime dating season. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, we have lots of ideas. Lots. Yeah. I do feel like, I feel like I always, anytime we're jumping into a topic that I'm like, people could have such different opinions about this. I was going to like preface it by being like, these are our opinions. Yeah. You know, I think Tegan and I were both like looking up things online and mm-hmm. we were kind of like consolidating some of that information. But a lot of this too is just things that have worked for us mm-hmm. and whatnot. But obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but when you really think about it, I feel like dating is actually one of the most in love, being in love, mm-hmm. your relationships. Yeah. It's one of the most personal things in mm-hmm. your life. And I think with dating, even if you have kind of like a formula that you go to, it can really change based on the person you're dating yeah. and your experience can change. So just keep that in mind. Um, all this to say, these are obviously our opinions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, what works for us, but you don't need to be sitting there taking notes yeah. and be like, Kate, okay, <laughs> this is the playbook. This is how it's going to go. Because mm-hmm. like I said, this is a totally different experience for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like we were just talking about, how my first date with my now husband, we went to the movies, even though in previous episode I've said like never go to the movies on a first date. <laughs> we'll get into the why of that. But it's like, you know, you never know how things work out. These are just sort of, I don't know, yeah. ideas, I yeah. guess, to get you thinking like, about things. It makes sense for you to go to the movies since you guys met in film school. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like exactly. It makes sense, but as a general rule of thumb, yeah. Don't go to the movies. Like, yeah. Exactly. So it just shows that's a great example of how personal it is and like yeah different for everybody yeah these are guidelines not rules oh I love that (laughs) which is actually funny because I was going to name this episode like the rules rules for dating (laughs) rules guidelines of dating yeah I don't know but yeah so basically what I wanted to talk about first is before you go on the first date Love it. And these, I think, could be rules if you like yeah. or goals, say, that you set for yourself before the first date because it's scary out there. <laughs> it is. It's scary to go on a date. Yeah. And I think it's also the more you – not saying you want to overthink it, but, yeah. like, you need to be intentional with your pre-date yes. routine and whatnot and kind of just thoughts to set yourself up for success. Yes, exactly. Well, I feel like – the ritual before the date can almost determine if you consider it a good date or a bad date. Totally. Yeah. And so the first thing I wrote down was to manifest a great first date and don't be scared if you're anti-manifestation. All I meant by that is like to not, I don't know, not count yourself out before you're already on the date. Yeah. Or like some people won't even go on the first date because it's like, Oh, what's the point? All men are trash. Or you cancel last minute because you're nervous. Exactly. When it's like, think of how amazing this date could be and repeat that to yourself. Totally. Like get your pumped up, blast your playlist, make like a nice mocktail or cocktail and get excited about how great this date's going to be. Because if like your vibes are bad from the beginning, there's no chance. Yeah. I think that's so good. I have so many like positive mantras I like repeat to myself just on the daily but for dates it's mm-hmm. part of it too you know and I feel like I made a TikTok about this on my personal TikTok I don't think it was for the podcast where like literally one of my because I think to ahead of a date you can be nervous about meeting the other people but mm-hmm. I think we also get nervous about what they think of us right. so that's why I'm like it's really nice to have like positive affirmations where you're yeah. just like hyping yourself up because That takes away like kind of half of what you're nervous about. So one of my positive affirmations, it's so stupid, but it works. Mm -hmm. And I just literally, after I like do my makeup, have on my cute little outfit, I just tell myself I'm a total 10. And I'm like, this guy's lucky to be going out with me. You know what I mean? Like I'm funny people. That's objective. (laughs) I'm funny. You know, I have a great personality. Mm -hmm. Like I hype myself up and it's like, even if I don't believe it, these are like the things I'm telling myself to put me in that positive headspace. Love it. Yeah. I think another good thing to do before you go on a first date is to decide your boundaries and stick to them. 
And so this could be like how many drinks you're having, how late you're staying out. Are you going to kiss them? All these things. I feel like it's a good idea, even if maybe you go off the script or whatever, but to have a plan because Mm -hmm. I don't know, especially if you're just trying to be a people pleaser or to make things not seem awkward, you could just keep saying yes, yes, yes. Even though you don't want to. Yeah. One of my biggest boundaries is I will not go on a date, first date with someone after 9 p.m. on a weeknight. Mm. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. And again, it's because I want to set myself up for success. Yeah. So if I'm going after 9 p.m. when typically at home, 9 p.m. is like when my wind down routine starts, you know, so like I'm not going to force myself to show up when I'm going to be tired after who knows if my day at work is going to be super long and awful. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just one of those boundaries I put in place. And it's like it kind of sucks and you're kind of maybe worried that you're going to they're going to judge you for being like, actually, that's too late. Or like, no, I'm you know, usually I'm in bed by 10. Like (laughs) that opens up, I guess, like you're saying, the Mm -hmm. people pleasing tendencies. But it's like. Nope. I know mm-hmm. that I will do so much better on this date. I'll have more fun. I won't be just like dying to go home. Yeah. If we do it at seven instead of nine. So yeah, that's one of the boundaries I set for myself, especially for a first date. Yeah. I love that. Another thing I wrote down was to wear a great outfit. And yes. so this is wearing something that you're comfortable in that preferably you've worn before and that makes you feel great. Yes. And I feel like it's so easy to be like, I need to buy a new outfit and I'm going to look so good. And then you're out there and you're like, the straps keep slipping. Yeah. And then it's like, you look nervous because you're fixing the straps. That's all you can think about. Or you wear something that looks good standing up and then your date, you're sitting, sitting down. You're oh like, my oh gosh. God. Yeah. So yeah, do not risk wearing something uncomfortable. Even yeah. like shoes. I get yeah. like, you want to wear nice heels or whatever, but then... You know, it's a pair of shoes that you're uncomfortable in. It's just better for everyone, I think, if you're comfy first. Yeah, and it's, like, already, like we are saying, you might be nervous. You might be stressed. Yeah. Like, it's a first date. I already need to think about how I'm presenting myself. Like, be picking up on if I'm mm. liking this person or not. The last thing you need is added stress on top of, like, oh, but my feet are killing me. Oh, yeah. I'm so uncomfortable. But I find, for me, I actually have, like, a go-to first date outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's, like black bodysuit and jeans yeah easy and like typically some sort of like black ankle boot as well Mm -hmm. and then through the summer it's like a white top like tank top and jeans (laughs) love it you know it's easy it's something you can like dress up if you wanted to Mm -hmm. like I don't know it's just chill casual it's comfy I'm not I don't feel like I'm trying too hard or I'm not a version of myself that I'm not typically like yes yeah you know it's just me this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think you should ever dress up as like, there, there's one thing to be like, I'm dressing up as my ideal self. Yeah. But being like, I wish that I was like a cool, I don't know, yeah. like indie girl. So I'm going to dress like that, yeah. even though that's not how I dress. I don't think anyone should do that. No, that's 100% like me where I'm like, oh, but I have this really cute skirt I want to wear. Oh, I have this cute dress. But it's like, and it's like, yeah, those make great date outfits. Yeah. But they're just not really me, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to be super comfortable or super confident. Like, I know this, my favorite pair of jeans. This is what I want to (laughs) wear. Like, Yeah, no need to. Yeah, I don't know. Use a date to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm creating this new version of me right now. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. So let's say you've done all the right things. You're ready to go for a first date. What's your advice, Sadie, as far as the first date specifically? So we're going on the date. It's happening. I feel like the another thing maybe pre-date and when you're kind of going through the mantras and the mindset Mm -hmm. ahead of this date, a big thing that has really changed the game for me is really viewing the first date as a vibe check. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm not expecting to go into this date and decide if this is the man or woman I'm going to marry. Like, I'm going on this date just mm-hmm. to see if I like this person, if we have common interests, and if I want to see them again. Yeah. That's literally the only goal. So it should be, in my opinion, something super, like, low stakes, short and sweet, mm-hmm. just something where you're like, I'm showing up to meet someone new. Yeah. So when I say, like, 
short and sweet. I mean, maybe you're just committing to like coffee or a drink instead of a full blown like dinner plan, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, again, you don't, if this is your actual first time meeting them, like you didn't meet in public, you met on the apps, you haven't actually met them face to face. You also don't want to be like locked in if it's not going well, you know, because it's also like, can be hard and awkward to be like, actually, I'm going to take off now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're doing something where it's like, let's grab coffee it's like okay if the coffee goes well then you can maybe add something onto it or if you're going for a drink it's like okay maybe you get a second drink you know Mm -hmm. so start with something chill and casual again where you can just be yourself and I think a key part of being yourself being comfortable is also answering and like having honest conversation with them because as much as I said you're not looking to see if this is the person you spend forever with Mm -hmm. it's you're still wanting to make a genuine connection and or see if there is a genuine connection. Yeah. And you can't do that by, like we were saying, dressing as someone totally different, acting like someone totally different, telling them and answering them questions or answering their questions based off all lies. Like, yeah. you know, like you yeah. need to like... It's a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, yeah, it is. And including yourself. So I think that's all something to keep in mind on the mindset side of things. But when it comes to like, okay, so what are we actually going to do on this date? I know I just talked about coffee or drinks and the example of like keeping things short and sweet, but some other ideas, I feel like coffee and drinks are kind of cliches, but Mm. they're effective. Yeah. (laughs) And again, like, yeah, not locking you into a long time commitment. Yeah. But also with the summer coming up, maybe you go for ice cream or you go for a walk. And Mm -hmm. I feel walk dates have really bad rep, but it's like, Maybe there's a cute trail you can walk through. You know, maybe you have a really nice waterfront in your city. Like go for a walk along there where it's kind of, I don't want to call it an activity date, which we will get to in a minute, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you're kind of doing something. There's other things around that can maybe also start conversation or I don't know, you can bond over if you feel uncomfortable, just like sitting across from somebody over a drink, having conversation. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think like, a walk date if you combine it with like we're gonna get a coffee then go for a walk yeah or, you know exactly there's some type of activity yeah I love that so much I think what I often get the most stressed about on a first date is how am I gonna know it's them right where are we actually gonna meet again if you're not if you haven't ever met this person before, it's like, hopefully their dating pic- like profile yeah. pictures are up to date. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I, me being me, always am very like, I made us a reservation because mm-hmm. that make, takes it out. Any guesswork out, it's like, you just show up, yeah. tell my name, like we're yeah. going to be at the same table. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. But I think that's something else I do before a first day is like, look at their profile. And like, okay, I know exactly who I'm looking for. So that's something to keep in mind too. And then when you're actually do finally meet up with them, I think there's a lot of like pressure sometimes around like conversation or I feel there is kind of an etiquette and a little bit of rules Mm. as to what's on or what you can talk about, what's off limits on a first date. So I would always say play it safe on a first date a little bit. You do want to like get to know them and that's the whole point of spending time with them is to get to know them but Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of covering the basics on the first date you know so it's always nice if you start by complimenting them I feel like that always sets the scene or like sets things on a positive note but then also just actual conversation covering the basics so things like your living situation that's something I always try to get at like do you live alone do you live with roommates are you still living with your parents like I just want to know. Same with what do you do for work or Mm -hmm. what do you do outside of work? So speaking more to your hobbies, your interests, things you're passionate about or get you excited. So I think within, it's funny because when people ask me, so what do you do outside of work? I always like blank. But if you were to ask me if I have any hobbies, like I can come up with some things, you know what I mean? So if you're And I think, sorry, on the interest side of things, if you aren't somebody with a lot of hobbies, this is where you can start talking about the type of music you listen to, TV mm-hmm. shows you like or are currently watching, movies that you yeah. like or have recently seen, books. Like all of this kind of like small chat I think is really a good place to start on a first date and again can really help you find common ground um, or maybe your exact opposites. Like this is what you're trying to figure out on your first date. 
Yeah, 100%. And leave out the social conversation faux pas. Like, yeah. What are the three? Sex, Sex religion, money. politics, money. There's Wait. four. <laughs> Probably more. Yeah. yeah, literally. In this day and age. But <laughs> yeah, like there's no need to, I don't know, start a debate, I think, yeah. on the first date. Especially if you're like... I don't know. This is seeing if you want to see them again. And if you're like, I don't want to see them again. And now I'm stuck having this debate about religion. Yeah, like totally avoid the stressor of that. This keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. And again, like low stakes. Yeah. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? You're just getting the vibe check. Yeah. I think whenever I'm talking about my hobbies and interests, like things I always talk about are travel mm-hmm. or I like going to concerts. I like doing yoga and already you can see how conversation can flow from those things. So it's yeah. like concerts. Okay, great. Do you have any concerts lined up for this summer? And yeah. then all of a sudden you're talking about music or travel. It's like, do you have any travel plans? Like, I think it's sounds basic to be like, talk about your hobbies and interests, but it's yeah. like, this is how, that's the starting point, but that's, you know, how the conversation gets started. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're talking about something way off yeah. from how you started. So, yeah, I think another kind of like getting out the basics, you can also talk a bit about like your background. So this might be where you grew up. I feel like that's often, I don't know, I must just not have Toronto energy yet, but people are often like, oh, where, where are you from? from? Like, yeah. yeah. People must know I'm from a small town outside the city, (laughs) (laughs) which I might take offense to. No, I'm kidding. But where you grew up, Mm -hmm. like when you moved to the city, why you moved to the city. Uh, Maybe you talk about siblings or where your parents live if they're not in the city or if you grew up somewhere else. Like I think talking about that is also really fair game on a first date. But Mm -hmm. I do think it's also okay to not talk about that, especially if you do come from like a family you don't want to talk about on a first date you yeah. know like this shouldn't be like dumping your trauma yeah. and your childhood trauma on yeah. this person that you're just meeting for the first time so like I said I think it's fair game but if you'd rather not that's fine too and I think another thing if the date is going well especially that some people might not agree with but for me I always like to talk about goals and ambitions mm-hmm. because of course I do. I think that's not a surprise <laughs> if you listen to this podcast. Goal setting is important to me. But just knowing the type of person I am, I am ambitious. Like yeah. I do like to have like a drive and like something I'm working on. So it's important to me. The other person does as well. So mm-hmm. if we start talking about goals and ambitions, like it can be just short, short term, simple things yeah. can be work related, can be personal, like literally anything. I think it just gives you an insight into okay, yeah, like I'm the same way or like yeah. mm, this person doesn't have any drive. Like they're literally okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's fine for some people. But for me, I'm like, no. Yeah. Not saying there's a hidden agenda behind the question, <laughs> but it's like you just start to know this person a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. I'm making sure that you're aligned. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And again, if you don't want to talk about this on the first date, because for whatever reason, you feel mm-hmm. like it's too big of a conversation or like, you, it can go so many different ways. You don't have to, but yeah. like I said, if a date's going well, I usually like to go there in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I think those were some like conversation starters, but mm-hmm. I think another big important thing to remember, and this is something I remind myself all the time, is that lulls in conversation or awkward pauses are mm-hmm. normal. Like even when you're out for dinner with your friends, yeah. you're probably not talking from start to finish. You mm-hmm. are if I'm out with you because I talk nonstop, <laughs> but this is something that you don't need to talk nonstop, you know? So yeah. I think that's another good like mindset thing to keep in mind just because there is an awkward silence or actually just because there's a silence doesn't mean it's awkward. It yeah. doesn't mean that this date's a huge fail and that they hate you and you know, yeah, yeah, how yeah. you can spiral. So I think though, as somebody who fears awkward silences, (laughs) which is why I talk so much, I think some things to keep in mind to either avoid those or if there happens to be a lot of them, like some things you can kind of come back to is to ask follow-up questions. And I think we just talked about how that's really how the conversation gets going, but it could even be something they said way at the beginning of the date that you bring up again Mm -hmm. in a silence. So it's like, oh, you said you like to travel. Like, what's your favorite place you've ever been to before? Or you're a foodie or you said you're a foodie. What's your favorite pizza in the city? Like, you know, 
just asking more deeper questions, I guess, to like build off the basics that you just learned. Maybe not even deeper, just like more conversation. Mm -hmm. Or if you did meet them on a dating app, I think you can also bring up things that you saw and remember from their dating profile, the same way you would in the chat with them on the app. So it's like, oh, I saw you were at this concert, blah, blah, blah. It could literally be anything from their profile. These are two maybe unpopular opinions, but I, my go-to things, anytime there's an awkward silence, I have a question that I ask literally everyone I go on a date with, (laughs) (laughs) well, on a first date with, and it's just like, first of all, it's fun for me, but it is also like a telling question. And Mm -hmm. I think I've shared it before, but the question is what fictional character best represents you? Right. And your personality kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that is like so telling because even a lot of the time I'm like, I don't know you well enough to like answer that for for you. you. Mm -hmm. But now that you say it, I can so see that from like the conversation we had or your mannerisms or whatever. So I feel like if you want to steal my question, go for it. Or if you just (laughs) have like another question, like, like we're saying Tegan went to school for film. So maybe like Mm -hmm. you ask everybody, what's your favorite movie? Like it could literally be anything, but I think having a question that you whip out when there is that silence can be really fun. Or I also, this is really nerdy and maybe (laughs) not everybody does this or thinks to do this or would feel comfortable, but I always like to also gamify kind of like conversation. Mm -hmm. So like, would you rather questions or this or that questions? I feel like you can really take this any way you want. So it's kind of like can be fun and goofy, but you can also layer in like questions to be like, okay, are we compatible? Like, you know, would you rather go out or stay in? Like, you know, these are things that you start to understand their personality and whatnot a little bit more. So I think that can be also really fun. And mm-hmm. it might not be that you whip out like a connection card deck, you know, but, <laughs> Too far. Yeah. but you can come up with like, would you rather or this or that just off the top of your head, you know, and you yeah. can take turns going back and forth. So I feel like that's always fun as well. And yeah. again, first date conversation, like yeah. easy, easy, you know, low yeah. stakes. Exactly. Well, and I feel like too, it's worth saying that, the person who's on the first date with you, they're in the exact same position as you. They're also going on a first date. That's so true. If you're feeling awkward, they're probably feeling awkward. If you're noticing the silence and thinking it's you, they're probably noticing the silence and thinking it's them. Yeah. Like it's not you versus, I don't know, a dating expert. Maybe it is, but probably not. Yeah. No, that's actually really, really important reminder. (laughs) So I think after the first date, I just had two notes written down. The first one is do not go home and analyze your messages or their Instagram or your dating app conversation. Like just unplug and reflect mm-hmm. on your date and your feelings and maybe even journal if you love feel it. like it. Love that. I found some journal prompts from the every girl or you don't have to journal it. You can just think about it. But They were, did I enjoy their company or just their attention? Am I only physically attracted to them? Do I feel like I should be with them or do I actually want to be with them? What were my likes and dislikes of the night? And can I see my happy future with them? I love that. And I love just taking a little bit of time and reflecting because in the moment you can be distracted. You can be thinking about a million other things, like more like, what's my answer going to be rather than listening to what their answer is. You know, it's, I just think it's very normal to like overthink yourself Mm -hmm. when you're actually in the moment, but it's like when you go home and if you actually spend time thinking about it, like, yeah, that's so important Mm -hmm. because yeah, you need to, that's what you were there to do was meet somebody, get to know them. And it wasn't all just about you, you know? (laughs) So I think it is really important to take time to reflect. Yeah. And not just get swept up in the moment, especially if they're like, do you want to go on a second date? And you're like, I don't, I guess like, think about it. Is that what you want? Yeah, totally. And also if they're attractive, this is, I don't know how to say this properly, but like, this is something I kind of struggle with where mm-hmm. I'm like, but they are exactly my type. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe yeah. that's more not attractive. My type. It's like, they're good on paper. So yes, let's go. It's yeah. like, great. He is into sports. He's close with his family. Like, these yeah. are things I picked up on the first date. Mm-hmm. But when I actually sit and think about it, I'm like, but like, 
I don't know. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm giving like myself them. time. Yeah. yeah. To be like, but did I actually have fun? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I don't know if I did. So yeah. yeah. 100%. So let's say you go home, you reflect, you loved them. It was great. <laughs> you want to do a second date. Do you have any tips and tricks for second dates? Yes. I also think actually on the don't overanalyze like your last text messages. Mm-hmm. I also don't overanalyze. This is maybe controversial, but don't overanalyze how often they're texting you, how right. many days it took for them to reach out. Yeah. Also, if you're like a girl listening, I feel like we always wait for that, like a guy to reach out to right. us yeah, yeah. where it's like, no, I don't believe in those texting politics or rules as mm-hmm. much as I do a little bit on these, like on the actual date rules type yeah. of thing. But it's like, don't overthink it don't worry about it don't again count yourself out because Mm -hmm. you haven't heard from them and it's been 12 hours you know what I mean like yeah anyways just wanted to throw that in there for second dates I think that like we said for the goal for the first date is really just deciding if you want to see them again the second date you've decided yes obviously I do want to see them (laughs) again now I want to see if there's like an actual connection and what I love to do on second dates, which I already talked about a little bit for first dates is an activity date. Mm-hmm. And kind of, again, I feel like as soon as I start talking about this, I'm like, I feel so calculated and like there's hidden <laughs> photos behind all of these, but it's not, it's just like, I don't know me again, setting myself up for success. Yeah. So doing an activity date, why I like it is you, first of all, this person's already passed the vibe check mm-hmm. on the first date, but now you get to see what they actually are like in the real world like how they interact with other people how they I don't know you just see different things about them rather than on a first date when you're doing the vibe check yeah it's just very much you're taking their word for what they say yeah you know what I mean so it's like in the real world on an activity date you're actually seeing Mm -hmm. if what they said is true or like you know you just get a better sense of that and get to know them even more So something I actually didn't say for the first date is I also think every first date should be in a public space. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, I don't know. I also think a second date should be in a public space, Mm -hmm. especially since you're just getting to know this person. So do an activity, stay in public. Those are the basics. But when I say an activity date, what do I mean? I think mini golf is like a classic example, but it could also be like a museum date or Mm -hmm. maybe there's a food festival in your city or town or like a fair or something. That's cute. I have a soft spot for like fair dates. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone roller skating on a date before, Mm -hmm. or you could do ice skating if you're Canadian. (laughs) Just kidding. Not to throw in (laughs) the cliches. That was a joke because I'm so funny. Remember guys? (laughs) You could go bowling. I feel like there's arcades and like, you know, where it's just you're doing something rather than just sitting there talking for a second time. Exactly. Yeah. And hopefully you're less like stressed and nervous like you get to be like okay this is going to be the real me without the nerves yeah and we're going to go out in the world we're not just going to be sitting like it's a job interview exactly and I find you can do activity dates on a first date but for me I'm already like kind of nervous about just meeting them where I'm like I don't want to get nervous about the activity we're about to do you know what I mean like mini golf it's like okay I haven't been mini golfing forever now all of a sudden like (laughs) my anxiety spiraling about the date to the activity to you know everything so that's why I'm like no let's keep the activity date for a second date when you aren't as nervous about the person and you can channel your anxiety into the activity no I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) exactly but yes I think when it goes to like what to wear, I feel like everything we said for our first date still is relevant, but I would also say it obviously depends if you are doing an activity date, like Mm -hmm. you want to dress for the activity as well, but above all else, comfortable and confident. And then going to the conversation starters now, I feel like on a second date, you can start to get a bit more personal. So it could be like diving deeper into things you talked about and bonded on the first date or asking follow-up questions to those because you went home and you're like, wait, he said this, but like, I don't actually know what he meant about that or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, you know, it's just kind of building off the basics that you set on the first date. Yeah. And I, again, I feel like it's, it's like in steps, you know, like you're building up to like deep personal conversation. So yeah, that's what I would do on a second date. Yeah, even if there's like little things, like you said, that are maybe red flags, but you're not sure, like this is the time to investigate. Yeah, what do totally. they mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
And I think if you are feeling less nervous, this is also when you might start to see their personality come out a little bit more. You might show your personality a little bit more. Like I feel like I can be a lot, especially on a first date where I do fear awkward silences and feel nervous. Like I project my anxiety by overcompensating in every situation. (laughs) So it's like, if I'm anxious about an awkward silence, I'm going to be what I call customer service Sadie, where I'm like talking a million miles a minute, you know, but it's, that is very close to my real personality. (laughs) But (laughs) on a second date, if you're less nervous, I feel like I can be more myself where I can be kind of goofy and silly and like a little bit more sarcastic or something. And I think too, why I don't like to make a call after a first date as to like, does this person have potential or not is on a first date, you really don't see people's personality if they're nervous too, you know? So it's like, if you had a nice enough time and do want to see them again, a second date's where you're really going to maybe start to see who they actually are. Yeah, 100%. I also feel like now maybe this is because I've been with my husband for 10 years. So maybe this is like a little high (laughs) school, (laughs) but I do also feel like avoid the physical affection on the first date because I feel like that can make it where your thoughts are going somewhere else instead of like trying to get to know someone. Yeah. Whereas on the second date, it can be more allowed. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes sense. Where it's like, if you're on a first date, you just met them. I wouldn't be like trying to hold their hand or something because to me that reads like, I want to get physically close to you. And then that's where your mind is. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point. I do feel like this is something, especially I don't feel there's rules around. And again, it's like, if you're feeling it in the moment, go for it, Mm -hmm. do whatever you want. If you're like really connecting, great. But I also agree with you. And for me, it's more, what like the vibes I'm putting out there you know like if I'm super touchy and affectionate on a first date I'm like well I don't want them to think that I'm just looking to hook up exactly you know like yeah I'm actually trying to date here you know but I'm putting off the vibes or I don't know so I agree however on the second date for me I feel like if I'm trying to figure out if there's a connection I need to be physical in some ways Mm -hmm. so for me like a second date is when maybe I'll start like touching them in like subtle flirty ways you know or like maybe I hug them when I see them because Mm -hmm. I'm a hugger but (laughs) like I know them on a first date that might be a little much yeah on the second day it's like hi nice to see you again Mm -hmm. hug you know maybe you'd want to kiss them at the end of the night like I feel again these aren't there's not rules Rules, but for me I find the second dates when I'm like okay no if I'm trying to figure out if there's a connection yeah we need to touch somehow exactly yeah because physical connection is an important part of a relationship so it's not something yeah you shouldn't have rules like I'm not gonna kiss them until the third date yeah like you know yeah you gotta feel it out literally and metaphorically (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that actually transitions perfectly into the third date because due to movies, TV shows, mm-hmm. books, the third date is historically when you have sex. Wow. Not historically. Oh, I but did not know like, this. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> no. It's like so much like build up to the third date. Okay. And it's like almost to the point in movies and stuff, it's like, oh yeah. Like you it's see the from the guy side of things, which is a sexist thing of me to say I apologize I hate that. <laughs> but where it's like oh yeah tonight's our third date and everyone's oh. like yeah you go man like get in there kind yeah. of thing I never noticed this although there is like the rule of thirds in like comedy like, and stuff and oh. yeah like in film and novels where it's like or mm. a joke you okay. say it three times past that point it gets old so maybe that's where it's from I don't know yeah I feel like I'm learning so much okay <laughs> well third dates that's typically where in again in like pop culture yeah I think this hype's made up and okay, we're yeah. gonna talk about that but I think it's important to talk about for like date one date two date three how it's like building up how they're slightly different past date three you guys are on your own we're stopping at <laughs> we date <got> three <laughs> <laughs> but what I was gonna say about date three on top of or not just the whole like sex side of things but Mm -hmm. I feel like also just to level set if you're someone listening being like honestly I hardly get to third dates I feel you because third dates are a milestone in this day and age (laughs) and I don't want to say that like I don't know in this day and age but like it's just so easy in the world that we live in dating Mm -hmm. with dating apps 
being so disposable, so many options. Like it is so easy to ghost people before you make it to a third yeah. date. It's so easy to like get busy. You're mm-hmm. maybe seeing other people still. Like yeah. I think getting to a third date is a milestone. And for me personally, I don't think I've been on that many third, third dates, dates, you mm-hmm. know, but all this to say, if you are going on a third date, I feel like the goal for this date, if you've established you do have a connection with them now, it's like, okay, are we compatible? And is yeah. there long-term potential? Yeah. And again, you're not trying to decide, am I going to marry this person? Do I want to have this person's babies? Like, mm-hmm. no, we're yeah, not yeah, talking yeah. about that much pressure. We're just saying like, is there actual potential here or should you cut them loose, not waste their time Yeah, by continuing to see them or your own time as well? Yep. 100%. I was reading this Cosmo article because of course I was. <laughs> the guide. But, <laughs> the guide. Yeah. And it was saying how the third date gets a lot of hype because it's often when you decide if it's worth pursuing a relationship with the other person or not. Right. So I think that goes to say exactly what we were saying about the long-term potential. Mm-hmm. However, all this being said, in order to know if there's long-term potential, I think this is where you start getting even more personal and like you're still building off those building blocks of conversation from date one and date two. Mm -hmm. But now you're maybe starting to ask the deeper questions. And this is especially if you have something on your mind, like I noticed they were doing this like, you know, like you were saying, maybe it's the red flags or whatever. I think this is where you can also start to talk about some more of these or more of these serious type yeah conversations where and again you're feeling this out in your own situation so maybe you already started talking about this Mm -hmm. maybe you feel like nope this is actually fourth or fifth date conversation yeah you go at your own space or pace sorry (laughs) speed (laughs) speed pace yes but I think you can start talking about your long-term goals again of course goals (laughs) if this is life goals relationship Mm -hmm. goals like this is a personal example but I was went on I think we only went on two dates And this guy had said how he's, his goal is to end up in a little house in the woods. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love this for you, but that's not what I see for myself, you know? So like long-term, this isn't going to work out. He was also someone who loved camping and hiking. And Mm -hmm. I was like, again, I love this for you. I could do that sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, my summer plans are like, let's go to italy his are like let's go camping like no you know we're not going to be compatible long term so that's just kind of an example but it could also be your relationship goals so i think this is where you can start talking about your intentions you know and it's not i go back to like the zach efron movie that awkward moment where it's like the whole i know you haven't seen it. we should watch it tonight (laughs) oh my god i would love that you will love it okay anyways not because of zach efron but because of michael b jordan miles teller Okay, I this is a sidetrack, but we're going to do a bonus episode. You'll hear about this in the next, but where we're talking about favorites and I'm watching a Miles Teller show Ooh. and I'm like, damn, he is so good looking. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All this to say, we're going to watch this movie today, but kind of like an underlying theme in it is that these guys avoid the like, so question so it's like so where are we at so where's this going so I'm not saying when you talk about your relationship goals you need to have that conversation yeah but it's just kind of like I do envision myself getting married one day yeah for me I don't know like that's not important to me yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want kids so if I'm actually another personal example (laughs) is this other guy went on a few dates with he was very much like he wants kids he wants to raise his kids in a small town and I was like Again, I love that for you, but that freaks me me the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't know if I can commit to this right now. Yeah. But again, okay, we talked about it. Yeah. We agreed, you know, and actually my best friend's a great example of this where she also doesn't want kids. Mm -hmm. She doesn't care if she gets married and her and her boyfriend talked about it early. They Mm -hmm. were on the exact same page. Yeah. And it's like, great. Well, now we can actually build a future together and there's no resentment because yeah. it's like we talked about this you know like yeah. yeah so again just different levels of compatibility but I think these are where you can start talking about these really important things also addressing any deal breakers that you haven't already got to mm-hmm. so maybe this is where you bring up things like religion culture politics yeah. because yeah. these are deal breakers long term mm-hmm. and I think you know we live in Toronto which is 
this is not a real stat, but I think the most <laughs> like multicultural city in Canada, at least. So it's like, if their culture is a big part of their life, mm-hmm. I want to know about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I want to know just out what of what holidays sake. look like. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, these are things again, that you're thinking long-term and you just want to like have conversation around them. Yeah, you're basically just saving yourself from having an argument about it later, if that makes sense. Like, I know couples who have broken up because I know couples who have gotten divorced because one of them wanted to live in a small town and one of them wanted to live in the city. And they didn't talk about it in detail Mm -hmm. or it was like, we'll deal with that problem when we get to it. Yeah. But it's like, okay, if you get to it in three years. Yeah. And you're both in the same place. mm -hmm. Someone's going to have to give up on their dream. Like that's not fair to either party. Yeah. It's better to decide this up front. And sure, maybe it sucks if you're like, I've invested three dates into this person. I like them. I want it to work. But you also, I think, have to be realistic about lifestyles. Even if it's like, I don't know, they spend every single holiday going on trips around the world and Mm -hmm. you spend every single holiday at home with your family and that's important to you. Like, do you want to have a fight every single holiday trying to decide this? I love that. And also, again, you're maybe you're like, oh, but I just spent three dates. But Mm -hmm. again, it's like, okay, but you could also waste three years just to fight about it down the line. Yeah, I actually like the trip example. I think Mm -hmm. that's such a good one you know yeah, like, there's no right or wrong you know but and it's you, just different yeah and you don't want to start a relationship knowing okay well I'm gonna have to make a lot of sacrifices in this. yeah like, exactly <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna have a lot of that build resentment like and yeah. at the end of the day they can be a great person you can have like your moment in time you can have a great chemistry mm-hmm. but this is again going back to the word compatible like this is showing you're not actually compatible you yeah. know if you have different values and lifestyles and whatnot exactly okay so going now to this whole third date rule and talking about like sex and like being more physical and things like this like Mm -hmm. I said I feel like second dates where I start to just like I don't know little things here and there yeah third date again I don't think there should be a rule where it's like Yep, third date you're having sex. Yeah. Third date, like yeah, yeah, yeah. literally depends on the person and your connection with them and when you're feeling comfortable and ready. However, I feel like too, if the other person comes having expectations, right. It's also like you should feel comfortable enough to communicate yeah. where you're at, what page you're on, communicate your boundaries as well. Yeah. And if you can't, then again it's like, okay, red flag. Red flag. Yeah, yeah. we're on different pages let's take it back a step or something, you yeah. know? But I do think you can also be intimate with someone without having sex with them. Yeah, Like 100%. I think a third date is really when you can start layering in more intimacy and mm-hmm. maybe it is more romance on your dates or maybe it's like you feel comfortable. You've had two dates in public. Maybe this is the time they come over to your place or you go over to theirs. You make dinner together. Like you have a movie night at home. Like it can be spending quality time together can be very intimate. Yeah. So I think I like third dates for that reason. I'm scared of third dates for that reason, (laughs) but I think this is where you can start, you know, doing that. And like, again, building off that connection that you've been building in the first few dates yeah 100 percent. and even like physical intimacy doesn't have to be sex yeah it could be like you hold hands and kiss or you yeah. make out or you yeah. sleep beside you sleep each over. other yeah yeah exactly 100 percent. i feel like going back to how we started this episode the connection cards mm. that could be so fun just like this is fun to me. It probably won't be fun to anybody else. (laughs) Like having someone over, making dinner together, like having, I don't know, candles lit, wine, doing connection cards. Like that would be so intimate to me. You know what I mean? And this is where you're maybe, these connection cards can get deep as fuck. You know what I mean? Like this is where you're maybe having conversations that were off limits in date one and date two, but are Mm -hmm. still important conversations to have. 100%. But that being said, it's also okay if you want to keep your third date in a public setting. Like if yeah. you're like, no, I don't want them at my house. No, they're yeah, not yeah, ready yeah. to meet my cat. Like <laughs> whatever it is, like yeah. no pressure. Take things at your own speed, your space, as yeah. I called it, your speed and pace. <laughs> exactly. But, well, and yeah. I feel like the third date too might be when you could finally go to the movies. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> you're comfortable you're like, enough to sit beside them for two hours and not being weird about it. I don't know. Yeah. I thought I'd it. throw that out there. Yeah. I, you're like, I've been dying to tell you guys when it is okay to yeah. go to the movies. I have, I, I'm not going to lie, you guys. I have stock in some major movie theater chains in Canada. <laughs> the more dates you go on in the movies, the more money I make. But save it for the third date. <laughs> so funny. And yeah, I think that's, I think we were going to just talk up to the third date. Like yeah. I said, the rest, it's all you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think having, first of all, just like trusting yourself to go through this process can be a thing because I think, again, yeah. you can be really closed off. Very, we talked about how I hate being vulnerable. Like yeah, being, going through this process is also extremely emotionally draining or it mm-hmm. can be because as much as we say, don't overthink things, like don't spiral, don't blah, blah, blah. You do, you know, you have to actively tell yourself not to, you know, and then you're actively trying to figure out, do I like this person? Do I like who I am when I'm around this person? Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot. So another thing I wanted to say just to kind of wrap up this episode is it's okay to take breaks. And I encourage you to take breaks from dating because as we just talked about, there's so much that goes into it. So yeah. And I think not everybody realizes that, or maybe you don't even realize that because you're just going through the process without Mm -hmm. actually thinking about why it's so exhausting and whatnot. So hopefully this made you feel comforted and less alone in this experience because Mm -hmm. it can also feel isolating when you're overthinking and all of that going through it on your own. But I feel like it's something that can be really fun if you have the right mindset toward it can be as I hear, can be very rewarding if <laughs> you continue to put yourself out there and give yourself the chance to actually meet somebody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Great. That's it. Love it. Any yeah. concluding thoughts, Tig? Um, as someone who's been in the same relationship for 10 years, I don't know. I feel like you just got to... I know, that's crazy. You just have to, like, lead with your gut. Totally. Follow your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, would be my, like, number one piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, great piece of advice to end this on. Great. Awesome. We'll have another episode, maybe, where it's, like, how to date when you're married. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you guys do dates, I guess. Yeah. I'll get my sister, too. Mm -hmm. She's good at this. Well, sort of. She tries, <laughs> okay. which is, yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all I do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, we drop a new episode every single Tuesday. Um, so make sure you're subscribed, like, rate us. I think you can like the podcast, follow us, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you do on your podcast app that you're listening to this. Do that. And please rate us and leave us a review. That helps us more than you would know. Uh, We're also on social media at our golden 20s, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Mm -hmm. Pinterest, all the things. And we have Spotify playlists. So if you're also basking in this nice spring, summer weather and Mm -hmm. you need a killer playlist, check us out on Spotify. Tegan does all our playlists and they're pretty fire if I say so myself. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I think that's it. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday.